Hi, this is Moritz from Unique. You might hear a bit of Bon Jovi in the background today because they are giving a concert very close by to where I live in the Olympic Stadium of Munich. Today we are going to talk about one of the most common gaming terms in Germany, a word which, if you happen to know it and are able to explain it to others, will increase your coolness factor as a gamer by at least 100%. I'm talking about the Pöppel, written with an umlaut O and not to be confused with Popel, which means Booger in Germany. First there were game boards, then came dice and cards, but without a purple there would all be nothing, because purple means pawn. Without your pawn or purple you wouldn't be represented as a person on the board, and this is what makes games become alive. Think of a game of checkers. Lots of discs to push around. But which one of those discs is you? Think of chess. Of course all the figures are stylized and are based on ancient armies. There are rooks and knights. But which one of them is you? The king? As everybody knows, the king is the meekest, weakest and totally uncoolest figure in chess. Nobody wants to be the king, and he gets killed so easily. The purple, or pawn, was introduced early on in games like Snakes and Ladders. He originally represented you trying to get somewhere or do something. In Monopoly, the purple represents you trying to avoid the hotels of the other players while looking for new ones to buy. In Mensch ärgere dich nicht, or Pachisi, or Malefiz, you have a whole band of purples under your command and they want to go home, just like E.T. There's something endearing about the German-produced purple, who basically has a standardized form that hasn't changed in decades. A round pinhead, usually bald, a slim waist and a heavy base. And he, or also she, is made of wood, invariably, never of plastic. Don't confuse the purple with the meeple, which is a gamer's term for the figures you find in the game Carcassonne, for example. The meeple, although technically a variation of the purple, is a second or even third generation purple. A mutation purple, if you will. No, you really have to buy any Ravensburger game from the 70s or 80s, for example. They feature beautiful wooden purples. Modern perfect examples of the purple are the robber bandit figurine from Settlers of Catan, or the huge El Grande figure from El Grande. The pirate figures in Cartagena are absolute, real, purebred purples. Cartagena, not Cartagena. Without purples, there would be no miniatures gaming, as I'm sure the first miniature ever made was a little wooden or bone-made purple. Without purples, there would be no role-playing games, because the identification with miniatures or purples was what started the whole trend. Hasn't anybody of you ever thought, when being a kid, I wish I could be in the game? And why did you wish to do that? Because there was a purple representing you. Oh, how I would have loved to be one of the purples in the old Ravensburger game Expedition, one of the first games I played when I was a kid, to be one of these intrepid archaeologists who searched the world for treasure. The word purple became popular in the 70s, when German gaming culture took off. Soon after there was the Purple Review, a well-beloved independent gaming magazine comparable to Zumo magazine, for example, which yearly awarded the Golden Purple for the best game. You might be interested in hearing that there's also a derived verb, the word Entpöppeln, or to unpöppel, which basically means unpunching a game. Wouldn't it be cool if next time you offered an unpunched game on eBay you would simply write unpöppeled instead of unpunched? Honor the purple and know that it is your true avatar as a gamer. Now a quick word in a personal matter. Some of you might know that I'm a musician, composer and pianist by profession. Some of you might also be interested in the Soccer or Football World Cup, which starts on June 9 in Germany and is a huge event here. The opening game will be in Munich and will be broadcast live worldwide. Before the game at 6 p.m., Germany against Costa Rica, now that's an uneven match, uh, there's an opening ceremony or show which starts at 4.28 p.m. Central European time. I mention this because if you want, you might try to catch it on your TV, 
as the music for the 25-minute show, except the pop songs, has been written by me. Don't expect a symphony concert, but the incidental music will feature more than 300 percussionists, Bavarian Schuhplattlers, Gorselschnalzers, Schellenrührer, choir, boys' choir, and symphony orchestra, roughly 750 musicians in total, although many of them will be playback. I assume that the commentators worldwide will babble incessantly over the music, so don't expect too much of an artistic experience. But you might be interested about what I'm doing when I don't correct poor Tom's pronunciation or bore you to tears with German gaming news. So may the sauerkraut be with you as always, and tune in on your TV on June 9. And now we've been back to your regularly scheduled Tom and Sam. <laughs>